0: Welcome back to the Art Inside the Craft podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Glazier, and this is episode number 25. Today's episode is with multi-instrumentalist Canadian singer-songwriter Benjamin Dakota Rogers. Benjamin has been absolutely tearing up social media by posting various versions of his songs online and grabbing the attention of everyone that comes across him. He's a wonderful singer-songwriter that not only has a tremendous voice, but uses both of his songwriting and singing skills to create characters and storylines that draw you into the world he's created. In this interview, we talk about how he got started playing music, his barn studio, which you see in a lot of his videos, and how TikTok has helped open up some great opportunities for him. Let's listen in on that interview with Benjamin Dakota Rogers. Um, I like to tell them where I found them. So obviously, um, I found your stuff on TikTok, surprisingly, yeah. <laughs> which is kind of the incredible thing now, I guess, about uh, social media and the way that platform kind of works. But um, and you're playing and your singing really blew me away. And I was like, dang, I got <laughs> to call this guy and, and get a hold of him. So um, yeah. tell me just, I guess, a little bit kind of um, about like where you're from. And then um, musically, when did you start like? instruments or singing when did you start getting into music
1: yeah so i um i live on like a little farm up in canada actually i feel like most people most people don't think i'm from canada I, i live um yeah i live on a little farm up in canada we build greenhouses and so i've worked construction since i was little and done all that but i started playing fiddle my my great grandfather was a was a fiddle player like an old time country kind of fiddle player and I, when he died, I inherited his fiddle, and so I started taking. Um, I took lessons and did that for like eighteen years. Wow. And um, yeah, so I was that, was that was like kind of my plan. I was I was gonna go to school for violin and be be like a be like a country fiddle player. And then I started I started writing songs. Um, I guess I don't, I don't know, like five, six, seven years ago, hmm. and that just kind of. I, I was I ended up I ended up falling in love with that and just kind of stuck with that. And I I, I play banjo and mandolin and all that stuff too. Just kind of picked that up along the way. But um, that's why that's why I play tenor guitar. I think probably the video you found was the the video of the John came home song, and I'm playing a tenor guitar. Yeah, and, that's uh, right. It's because it's I tune it like my fiddle most of the time. Ah. Oh. <laughs> and so it's a pretty pretty easy transition from, uh, from being a fiddle player to a tenor guitar.
0: Wow, that's really interesting. That's that's a that's a very cool way to come about playing guitar. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, so then, did you like um, get in any like? Do you have a band that you kind of tour around with or do stuff with, or did you just kind of always do stuff on your own?
1: Yeah, so I, I have. It, it really depends. It really depends how much, um, how much we're making. It shows when I when I have my choice. I, I almost always travel with an upright bass player. Hmm.
0: Um,
1: and then. And then, other than that, like depending on depending on the gig, I'll just keep hiring people until we run out of money, um, <laughs> and put together a big band. So I I have when the gigs are good, um, I have uh, I have a nice big band with me, wow. and we do the whole the whole thing. But I play lots of shows solo. Um, but about I'd say seventy five percent of my shows are I at least have my upright bass player with me. He sings harmony, and He can double on guitar if I need him to, and fantastic. Uh, So we
0: can do that. Yeah. Did you? uh, What kind of stuff did you? um, I'm gonna guess you got a lot of influence from your grandfather. But what other kind of stuff were you listening to? Like when you were starting to learn to play, was it kind of all over the place, or were you really kind of steeped in that Americana type old timey music? It
1: was. It. I kind of bounced back and forth. Um, I I listened to a lot of. It it was. It was mostly Americana and like roots. Um, and like old country stuff, mm-hmm. um, but I also there was a there was a short period while I was playing fiddle where I got really into um, like Celtic music.
0: Oh no kidding!
1: And um, a lot of those riffs, just because it's it's just kind of I feel like a, a you just kind of end up down that path when you're learning a bunch of fiddle tunes. Sure. <laughs> um, so I went I went down a I went down a little a little run of that, but for the most part it's all been it's all been rootsy Americana stuff.
0: Yeah, sometimes it's kind of funny when I talk to musicians that'll be like, you know, in this genre of music, and I'll say, well, what kind of stuff are you listening to? And they're like, you know, just it's kind of off the wall, like, oh, I was super into like death metal. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> it, you know, eventually music and your influences, it all creeps in there somehow. But it's kind of funny just to ask and of kind of get an idea of where you come from um, so yeah, do, yeah. so you do a lot of playing out around your area then or is there is there a good um, club scene for you to be able to get out and play
1: there's not where I live um like I live kind of there's there's not there's not much around me as far as gigs go but I try to I try to do a couple tours a year like we usually we head out to we'll head out west usually once a year or twice a year. And then we usually head down um, along like the East coast uh, of the U S and up and then up around uh, kind of the Midwest. We'll do that kind of circuit. We try to do it once a year. Hmm. Um, And those are, those are kind of the the, the main bulk of the shows that I'll play. I usually only really play like two shows locally, one or two shows locally a year. Oh really? (laughs) Yeah. There's, like I said, like I live out on a farm. There's not not really much around me, as far as venues go. Mm-hmm. And I'll kind of I'll kind of play play the two main ones once a year, and then and that's uh, that's about it.
0: Wow, and and I saw on the website you have um I think it's I think you have four, is it four full albums and then uh, just a ton of singles that have did you put
1: out. Yeah, kind of. So I put I started putting out music like pretty young. So I, I'm 25, and I put out three records before I turned 20. Wow! Which was a terrible <laughs> idea, because um, they they were they were pretty dreadful, and I didn't I didn't know what I was doing yet. Um, so so technically, yeah, there's like there's a ton of records out there, but there's there's like there's two there's Better by Now, which um, I recorded with Dan Hosh. Um, I'm proud of that one, and then there was one, uh, just a little EP that I made uh, here at the farm. I have a, I live, I live, I live in uh, the loft of one of the barns on the property. Uh huh. And um, so I have, I have my little studio up there, and um, I recorded, uh, I record everything up there now. But I recorded this little EP called Goodnight. Uh, yes. And th- those are the two. Those are the two things that I think are are uh, that i'm proud of that are out there right now mm-hmm. um and then yeah like i record all my singles up in the barn and um i just i just finished john came home the other day so it'll it'll be out april 1st oh, and beautiful. um yeah that was a, that was a crazy rush it's so funny that song was a complete throwaway song for me really
0: wow that's a great song yeah
1: <laughs> it's it, it it was super weird i like i wrote it like i wrote well I, it wasn't even finished i wrote the first half of it and and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Um, but like, I was like, I don't, I don't know. And so I posted it to TikTok, and then it went, it went nuts. <laughs> and so I was like, well, I guess I gotta finish it. So I called, <laughs> I called my band down, and we we recorded it in a day, and uh, I mixed it up and sent it out.
0: Wow, <laughs> that's um,
1: incredible. Yeah, it was super crazy.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. That 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 platform. It's uh, it's so crazy how how helpful it really is to like independent artists and people that are uh trying to get their music out there because man I have found so many fascinating players on there so far so
1: there's there's so much great stuff
0: and is um well the other thing I wanted to ask you was about Lazy Old Moon is that your label or what so what's it's, that
1: it's like this it's this like weird it's essentially like it's a project that I'm slowly working on. Ah. It's a record label, but it has it's not really acting as a record label right now. so that's that's up in one of the barns. and it started as me and one of my best friends from high school. I was like, I want to wait to be able to make um, cheap music videos all the time for myself so that I have i have I can put my stuff out there without paying a ton of money for music videos. Ah. And my buddy had gone to school for film. Um, and so he would come out and shoot, shoot music videos for, for next to nothing would be, we'd, and I, I, that's how I learned how to record and mix and do all that stuff was because I was just trying to, I was just trying to get my music out there without paying a ton of money. Uh-huh. And, um, but then like, I guess as we both got better. Um, other people started to want to do videos. So I started doing videos for other people. And so we gave it a name and now, uh, I have a ton of videos backlogged, but I haven't, um, that I haven't released just because of the whole, the whole pandemic thing. It was making touring difficult and it wasn't helping anybody to release a bunch of music and then they couldn't tour it. Right. Um, so, but yeah, so it's, it is a label, although it's not really acting as a label, it will someday in the future. Um, but it's uh, yeah, it's my, it's my recording studio and my video studio and a bunch, it's a bunch of stuff kind of put together under one umbrella.
0: Very cool. I uh um, yeah, it's been
1: a fun project.
0: Just... Oh I bet. Yeah. I was just uh I just watched through like I think there's three videos out there. Um and I was just watching through all of them and man they're just all all three are fantastic. Really incredible. Are those all just friends yeah, of but... yours that are around that area?
1: Yeah, well like decently around the area. Um like within within like six or seven hours um distance I think I think Zach Lucky I'm not sure I'm not I think he lives I think he lives five hours from me. But but yeah, within within like a decent a decent distance. Hmm. Um but yeah it's and that's that's the other thing is I feel like Canada's like American is super spread out. Uh. Um and and so that's part of the whole thing with the lazy old moon is to try to stuck a bunch of us that are kind of doing something similar together into a slightly more tightly knit community yeah yeah um
0: but yeah yeah that's great it's, uh, it's super fun huh and then i saw also on your website the other thing i wanted to ask you about is um it says you're a four-time international songwriting competition winner so um, yes. what i guess what's the story no, behind that
1: it's it's uh, it's called ISC. It's based. I think it's based out of California. Oh, okay. but I, I could be very wrong. It's they get like I don't know. They get like thirty thousand submissions, and you can you can send your song in, and they have all these all these judges, and you you send yeah you send your stuff in, and they they listen to they listen to the songs and make decisions. I've always my my thing with all these competitions is I've I, I've I've submitted to everything because you never know what's going to happen.
0: Right. Exactly. And I,
1: it was always just, um, yeah. So it won, I think I won, uh, it was for an instrument, like a fiddle piece that I wrote hmm. and then the rest were for, um, the rest were for songs. I can't even remember which songs now. I think mercy <laughs> might've won. And yeah. So yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I always, I always submit cause you never know what's going to happen. Um, and and competitions don't really, I don't know. I feel like they don't really mean anything. But it's it's just something to throw up there and uh, and uh, show people when you're trying to book gigs and yeah, all that stuff.
0: And it's it's another cool way for you to get your music out there and have it heard by a much wider audience. You know, that's
1: yeah, exactly. I always kind of exactly. feel that's the
0: struggle as an artist now. Is you know, back in the days you used to sign to a label and they would they would do pretty much everything including take all your money, <laughs> but yeah, but at yeah, least crazy. they would get your, they'd get your name out there and you'd be on the radio and stuff. And now it's just, I mean, you're kind of on your own doing everything until you get a huge following and then they might start trying to court you and, and get you signed up. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's so different. So <laughs> that's why I love talking to guys like you. You know, I, I love trying to help spread the word when good music's out there.
1: Yeah, I, re- I really appreciate it. I was looking forward to doing this. Yeah. It's been, it's been so crazy since, since the TikTok thing, there's been a bunch of cool, cool little opportunities that have come up from it and gotten to talk to people and do all that stuff. It's been it's been nice. I've been playing like I've been playing gigs and kind of doing the same thing for for eight years. So it's 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 cool all of a sudden getting to do uh, getting to do this kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. And um, so everything that you put out now um, is it is you're not you're not like on a label at all it's just all your stuff you're you're doing everything yourself right
1: yeah yeah wow so um yeah it's it's been it's been great i i guess last year i finished up my little studio in the barn and yeah i record everything myself and mix it myself and uh yeah i've got a buddy in uh, philly who masters everything for me hmm and, um, I've got another, another buddy who lives down the road that does all my graphic design hmm. and, um, yeah, then we uh, yeah. Then I get it out there. That's it's, fantastic. it's nice. <laughs> it's, uh, it feels very, it feels, I can do things really quickly that way.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. Um,
1: right. Like with the, with this song, like we were able to get it recorded and mixed up in like four days from when it went viral. So, wow. <laughs> I, I wouldn't, that just wouldn't be a thing in in any other kind of situation
0: yeah so i guess kind of um like going forward are you going to be working on putting out like a full uh album and working on like a little bit larger tour or what's your what's your future plans coming up
1: so they're kind of they're kind of changing a lot right now um like a bunch of kind of cool stuff is happening because of tiktok um i i actually already finished a full-length record i recorded it in december Mm. Um, that's gonna come out in the fall, and so I've been just kind of puttering away on that throughout the winter, and uh, yeah, get, getting that finished. I got a couple more little vocal takes to do and whatnot, but yeah. So there's a there's like a 13 song record that's kind of sitting sitting in my studio right now, waiting to come out. And then um, I write like my, I guess my my kind of main the main thing that I do that takes up my time is uh, lots of writing. And so I have that record. And then I wrote a whole record of tunes, um, like similar to like the John came home and Charlie boy and that kind of stuff. huh. Um, I wrote that over the summer. So there's that. And then, yeah, there's, I've, have, I've have kind of three records in the works right now. <laughs> um, one is finished. One is finished being recorded and the other two are written um, and I'm just trying to decide how I want to record them and when I want to put them out mm. but um, yeah so I'm going to start putting out singles probably in uh, May or June for this record I did in December and uh, probably probably start recording another record around the same time
0: I want to send a tremendous thank you to Benjamin for the conversation. Since we recorded this interview, Benjamin has put out that 13-track album titled Paint Horse, and I can't recommend it enough. It's available on all streaming services, and I hope with enough people purchasing the album, there will be enough support to help get him touring the U.S. on a wider scale. Follow him on all social media and keep an eye out for his tour info and more music. I want to thank my sponsors, ink 19com and Black Cat Bone Productions, for their continued support. You can now find all of my podcast episodes being uploaded to ink 19com as well as album reviews like the one that will be going up for Paint Horse. Please subscribe if you want to stay up to date with episodes as they come out, and I will see you all down the road.